There's another one you don't want to hear. Frankly, the do I. Hello out there, and thanks for checking out this episode of the Power Chord Hour podcast. It is episode 132, and I am your host, Anthony Merchant, as always, welcoming you to the show. We got our first monthly rundown of the year with our January 2023 rundown. That is going to be the pod for this one, me flying solo. I know it's a couple days late. It is, uh, as I'm recording this, February 3rd. Um, just like, I, I've been bad at these. Same with, uh, admittingly, I mean, the December rundown came out. I mean, when I when I got back from Illinois at the beginning of January, which was like five days into the new year. So uh, and I don't even think I did it that I can't remember if it came out that day or like the following day or something. But um, yeah, I've been a little I've been a little uh, just busy with stuff. So, I mean, doing these uh, doing these rundowns, to I, it's kind of funny, too, because even though it's me going solo, I guess in some ways it is a little more like. Like you can almost, admittingly, you can put these on the wayside a little if you get busy where I can go, well, I record this myself. I don't have a guest. You know, I don't have to be on anyone else's schedule. So there's a, you know, I, I won't even lie about it. There are times where it's like, well, I'm really busy today. You know, I can do it tomorrow. And then you get really busy the next day and you keep pushing it back. Whereas if you do an interview and you go, hey, I'm talking, you know, we're doing the interview Wednesday at 5 p.m., you know, you can't flake like that. You can't just go, oh, well, I, I'm busy. I'll do it later. It's like, no, that's just part of your schedule now. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe there is that. I'll, I'll throw myself under the bus a little. I mean, it's not that I haven't been busy, but just, yeah, when you when you do these solo, I think you can push them back a little more. And sometimes then you go, well, just a little more, and then just a little more. And then all of a sudden, it's February, and you haven't done the January rundown yet. But here we are. I can't believe the uh, the first month of the year is already over. But um, I mean, I, I think I talked about it a pretty good amount, probably even on the uh, on the last for the December rundown because I was coming back from Illinois. But um, you know, I mean, I, I spent the first almost week in uh in Illinois. So like when I look where I'm recording right now at home, I have a big uh, I have a big calendar in front of me. Which sometimes, if you watch the video interviews of the show, you might see me looking up. And if I am, I'm probably looking at the calendar, trying to figure out like the day the show will air or like what whatever it is, whatever I'm looking at my calendar for. But like last month, you know, every time I'd be like, where'd January go? Or man, I can't believe this month is flying by. I would look up at this calendar and I mean, like the first five days I have circled out would just Springfield, Illinois, just in all like caps. It's like, oh, that's where it went. I mean, I guess I did spend quite a bit of time there, but uh, not a bad thing. I mean, it was a very fun way to uh, start the new year. One of my, one of my favorite probably uh, new years of uh, my life. I always kind of, I, I kind of blow new years sometimes because I'll wait till last minute to make plans and then they're never, I don't know, I feel like they're lackluster. Like, not that I haven't had good New Year's before, but, like, I don't feel like I consistently do. Like, some people I feel like every year that's a party. Like, that's just a damn party. You have a good time. I'm always kind of like, I wait long, and then I ask, like, that flaky friend or something, like, hey, should we do something or what's going on? And then, those, you know, then those plans fall through. Like, a lot of that. So I was like, this year... I, I was on it, like, just, you know, definitely earlier, like, hey, like, Zach, like, I'm coming up, we're going to hang out, we're going to have a party at your house, all that good stuff, and, uh, yeah, it worked out in my favor, I think, it was, you know, January flew by, but January's pretty fun for the most part, I mean, uh, you know, even even as I record this right now, it's below zero outside here in western New York, it's definitely not, uh, definitely not warm outside, and, uh, you know, it's crazy because just yesterday, I mean, I was uh, I was out hiking it, and I mean, it wasn't beautiful out. It was like thirty something degrees, and the sun was out. Which, depending where you live, you know, you either probably go, oh yeah, I mean, that's kind of warm for this time of year. You go, oh my god, I'd never go out in that. But um, you know, a little bit of hiking in January too, but kind of kind of going back and forth. We have a little weird uh, weather here. That's why it really is that time of year where it's like. I get I get bored because I'm like fuck I don't feel like there's much going on but that's but it's exactly that there's not much going on so it's like you know I I guess you got to remember when it's when it's you know below zero out and it's you know sometimes white out snow conditions and stuff it's like oh yeah there's not a whole lot to go do it is a good time to like stay in the house and and that's why I like asking too like I'll ask uh you know like I interview like musicians and stuff like if they're more creative this time of year. It's kind of interesting because I do I do think people when you talk to them and they live in like you know say the Midwest or something, 
you know, I, I do actually think there's truth to that. Cause they're just, I mean, just telling you from living in a, in a place like it, it's like, you know, it's January right now. And it's like, you know, there's not tons and tons going on. It's not the most eventful part of the year. And I mean, also just cause it is so cold, you know, things become a little more seasonal when you live in an area like that. And, uh, yeah, it is kind of the time where it's like, oh yeah, like time to write a record or time to, you know, I mean, it, it like you look at like during COVID and stuff, I mean, it pushed so many people cause you're stuck in the house to like, you know, do, do whatever that creative endeavor that you've been putting off was, you know? And, uh, I feel like, I feel like it's a, to a smaller version, obviously not comparing, you know, winter, some snow to a pandemic, but like, you know, it's kind of that, that deal though, where, you know, you're kind of in the house a lot more. So it's like, there is that like, you know, the the kind of like with this where it's like you can you can be like oh I'm gonna do that later because I gotta go do this and then it's like keeps getting put off it's like then you're like push right in front of it because you really have no excuses you know it's like cold out and it's like what the hell are you going to do like what are you gonna do I'm kind of doing that today I still gotta go down to work but uh you know I'm I'm at home just kind of getting shit done and it's like I, a part of me is like damn I wish I was out doing something I'm like but what would I be doing I'm like what what is it that I think I'd be doing right this second you know I guess you need some downtime sometimes I I forget that I like to. Uh, not even that I'm like energetic every second, you know, I, I definitely like my sleep and I like to be lazy, but I also think I like to like at least do something every day and something kind of fun too. Like I don't just like, you know, work or whatever bullshit. Like I actually want to like do something every day. It's like, all right, that was a good time. That was fun. But, uh, yeah, you know, so it's those cold months when it, when it cooperates, it's, uh, it's all right. I get out there. When it doesn't, I am uh, I am inside. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm catching up. I'm recording this podcast. I probably should have recorded a couple days ago. But hey, here we are. Thank you for uh, for checking it out. You know, we started we started the year with uh, two returning guests. You know, that was really fun. We uh, you know, again, it's that quiet part of the year. Not a whole lot going on, but uh, you know, not not. It's funny though for most people. If you're Maddie Grace, that is not true. She uh, now we're in February. I can't remember what's coming out this month, but I believe we're like in we're now in Maddie Grace season where there's like something coming out once a month that uh, she's involved with. But that was really fun getting to chat with her, and uh, same with Leo of Reminders. You know, cool, cool to kind of start the year with uh, two familiar faces. I think we have a couple others too. I'll be honest, I won't I won't name names and uh, jinx anything, but I think we have a couple other like um, you know past guests who will be coming back on, which I think is uh, very cool. I like that. I like having. Uh, you know, people on a couple times and kind of figuring out that, like, you know, I know we, I know Zach and Kyle, the bad boys of Illinois, which, uh, really just been life. I mean, it's nothing, it's nothing like, there's definitely not like a, oh, fuck those guys. Like, that's why like, they're not on. I know it's been a, a, quite a while since they've been on, but like, it's just getting three people's schedules to, uh, you know, connect and, uh, you know, do everything. Life just kind of gets in the way in that sense. But like, I, I still think honestly, like, you know, even though some of my favorite, uh, you know, episodes, obviously like interviewing like legends and stuff like that. I also think some of the best episodes are just like me, Zach and Kyle just bullshitting, you know, cause it's just like, we're just buds. And, you know, we keep, you know, they kept coming on the show and it's like, you know, you're just bound to, if you're going to, if you're going to do a three hour episode, you know, a couple times, you know, like every other month or whatever, it's like, you know, you keep, you keep kind of figuring that out with each other and you kind of, you build off of it and you kind of build that really, you know, even though we're all friends anyways, outside of the show, you know, you kind of build that on air relationship and, uh, yeah, really, really enjoyed having, uh, Leo and Maddie to kind of open up the, uh, to open up 2023, but it was the same thing. Cause I, like, I was looking in like, even, uh, there's even some albums that are kind of doing their like milestone anniversary this year from uh, people we've had on before where I'm like, oh man, it'd be great to like have them back. But even, even that is crazy where I'm like to getting to the point now where it's like, asking someone who has already come on and like talked about a record for an anniversary to come back and talk about another record for another anniversary. And not even like months later, like sometimes it's like they might not have been on the show for like the last three years or something, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it's wild in that way. But I mean, also February is going to be marking the uh, seventh anniversary of the show starting at least the radio show, you know, I mean, in back in uh, 2016, up until the end of 2019, you know, all radio and, uh, yeah, I mean, this show's been going on seven years now. So then I think of that and I go, yo, yeah, I guess that is true. It's like, there's been, you know, I mean, you go all the way back to 2016. I had, you know, I shouldn't say guests. I had one guest in 2016, Mr. Steve Neurotic of uh, shower with goats in like, uh, it would have been November of 2016. It's not a lot of time to have more people, but, uh, then 2017, we kind of started, I was thinking about this the other day. Cause I mean, I've, I've, you know, I've said I fluctuate throughout the years. I mean, last year is really the first, I think the first year that I consistently had guests on this show, you know, almost on a weekly basis. 
But uh, it, it is interesting because like I was thinking about it more, and I'm like, you know, I started in 2016, and then 2017, I wasn't doing them weekly, but like I, I probably had, I don't know, I'd have to go back and count, but like, you know, I, I had a, a handful of guests on that year. I mean, I would, I would say for a while, once a month, I had a couple months of quietness. And then 2018, like I just totally like, if you go back and look, I mean, I had a handful of interviews, like may, I think I might've done like, I don't even know, maybe like five or six interviews that entire year, which actually 2019 wasn't all that I'm saying that, but 2019 wasn't all that different either. But, uh, you know, I look at that and part of me is like, oh my God, like, you know, what was the dip? But then also it's just like with this, it's life. And then I think about it and go like, oh yeah, like, you know, I I mean, I was also working in top 40 radio. Then I, uh, I mean, I traveled for four months out of that year. So, I mean, there was also, you know, it's kind of hard to interview people there. Actually funny enough with that, and I'm sure I've told this story on here, but, uh, on that four month trip, funny enough, I was supposed to interview Trevor Keith a face to face in 2018 when they were doing a tour. I was in uh, Sacramento, staying at my family's house, and uh, was gonna. I got free tickets, got to go in. I was gonna interview him, and uh, he would. He, he played the show, but he was just he was like under the weather. Had to like say it was, which I believe it too, because when he was uh, at first, I thought I was kind of getting blown off. I went live, kind of like, all right, like. The dude's just not in the mood to do an interview right now, obviously. But uh, then he got on stage, and I mean, like, he, he even, like, I, I think, like, after song one was like, hey, like, just want to apologize. Like, I'm, I, you know, I'm a little under the weather right now. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, he wasn't, like, blowing me off or anything like that, you know, not in that way. But, yeah, funny enough, as I was thinking about that, there there was that and maybe even another interview I think I tried setting up while on the road that uh, – didn't seem to work. I always think I'm going to do a bunch when I travel, and then it doesn't seem. I might, maybe I'll do like one or two, maybe, and that's a big maybe. But uh, I always kind of have this big like idea that I'm going to do one. I remember my, but I still laugh eggs. Me and my buddy thought we were going to do that at Skatopia when we went a couple years ago. David, who uh, of 19 Cent Zine, and uh, he's been on the show. But I mean, we really thought we were going to do an episode at Skatopia, and it's like we got it to Skatopia as the like sun was going down. And we were like hanging out with people and having fun all night. We were only there for like a night and like left the next day. And it's like, yeah, when did we ever think we were going to do that? Like, we're like, we're at Skatopia. That's not the time to do a fucking podcast. Like, that's not the time to. I think that's what happens most of the time is I think I'm going to do them on traveling. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing this right now. Like, I'll, I'll do this in like, you know, a couple weeks when I get back home kind of deal. But uh, yeah, looking at that and just going like, you know, I travel a lot. I moved to Minneapolis in 2018 and uh, just doing a, you know, and then also exploring the city, you know, 2019, spending that exploring the city I moved to and everything. And uh, but yeah, I feel like interviews and stuff kind of went by the kind of went by the wayside. I still did the show, but, you know, just kind of stuck to the radio show. And I forget that sometimes I go, why did it take me so long to start the podcast, do more interviews and stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. It was kind of. It was a thing that I like, it it was a labor of love and I took it seriously, but not in the same way of like, you know, I took it, I took it seriously, but like as kind of more of a serious hobby. And, uh, I don't know, maybe in some ways it is still kind of that, but like, you know, obviously trying to put these out weekly, get guests as, as often and almost, almost as weekly, you know, as I can and, uh, all that, all that good stuff. But it's just crazy to look through the years, look through, like, I mean, there's eras of this show that I can look through and go like, oh yeah, that was that era. That was this era. Like, it's just insane to me. You know, it's crazy to uh, look back at that. It's crazy. It's February. It's crazy. This show's turning seven years old. I mean, it's just wild, but I don't know that we'll get a better. I'm still trying to, uh, I don't know how we're going to celebrate. I mean, the, uh, you know, the radio show doesn't fall on the, it did last year, but uh, this year it falls like a day or two after the actual anniversary day. But I'm still thinking of something fun to do. I mean, every every year we kind of do something at least that week to kind of celebrate. But, um, I mean, I don't think anything will be better than last year when we had Travis Shettle on to talk about uh, we're the only friends we have for its 20th anniversary. Because that album came out the same day that uh, the Power Chord Hour premiered in 2016. And, I mean, that, that was pretty damn cool. And uh, actually, that was also, I believe, our first, uh, yeah, our first episode in the four-hour time slot. As we could start playing, I got to play that record front to back after. But uh, yeah, I don't know that I'll be able to do something as cool as that. I mean, maybe, but I don't, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm still trying to think of that. I mean, I got, I got a little time, but I mean, as the whole like first 15 minutes of this uh, podcast, as you, as you probably know, I've been talking about how you kind of put something off for a second and then all of a sudden you look and go, oh, what the fuck? It's been like a month. <laughs> like, you know, I'm good at that. I'm notorious for that. I, I won't lie. I, I'm notorious for that. So, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out. But uh, even on progress, actually, you know, uh, I, I know I talk about on here to the point where you're probably like, yeah, yeah, you're never going to do one. But really, truly putting a show on here in Jamestown, a concert, 
And uh, I think I'm getting, I've kind of regained like interest. I've talked to some bands who are definitely interested. Like, I mean, no problem finding the lineup and stuff. And then I kind of started uh, reaching out to people and like asking about like good venues around here. Cause again, I've never put on a show. Like, I, I you know, I'm trying to figure out the, because uh, like, I'm not looking for a place to go rent for like, you know, a couple hundred bucks. And so it's like, I'm trying to put on a cheap punk show. Like, I'm really not trying to put on, I'm not trying to make money off this. I'm not trying, like, I just want to put on something and, you know, 50 people show up. If 50 people show up, I will, uh, I'll be stoked. But I think I, I got some leads on like good venues and, and I actually have choices too. So, uh, you know, that might still happen again. I have no dates, nothing like that. But I mean, all of that kind of was a nice inspiration to be like, like, like an extra push. You know what I mean? I was already kind of regaining interest, but once I realized that, uh, you know, it, it is doable now, like before it seemed impossible to find a place, what I wanted to do now, it seems possible. And again, the bands aren't a problem. I mean, I, obviously I talked to enough bands and enough around this area where, uh, yeah, not, not problem to find talent. That's, that's not an issue at all. But, uh, now, now I think we have a place. We'll figure that out. Probably uh, late spring, early summer. I would like to have time to, uh, promote it and all that. I don't know. I feel like I also overthink it. Cause again, I've never put on, I mean, it's also, I'm sure if I go back to, you know, starting this show seven years ago, I probably overthought so much shit that just didn't need to be, you know, overthought or maybe even thought of at all. So, you know, I think it's the same thing. Like, I think I overthink the idea of just, you know, get three or four bands together, go find a little venue, you know, keep it cheap and just do it and have fun. You know, I mean, obviously easier said than done. There's a little more than that to it, but you know, really that mentality is probably not bad to have to be like, fuck it, just jump in. Like, you know, there's only so much to it, but, uh, I mean, I would, I would love, you know, to like get that going and then, I don't know, see if I could do more with it. I've, I've always, I've had that interest, like that and like running a record label are two things that like they dance in my mind throughout the years. They're not, not consistently like the thing is is like I can tell you throughout the years I've thought about what it'd be like running a record label or that'd be interesting and stuff but like it's not like a thing I think of every waking day there's probably literal years where I don't even think about it but like throughout my life I will get sounds like damn that would be really cool to like you know put out records and this or that but same with putting on shows where it's like you know and never visions of like this big time promoter I'm just like you know Jamestown we don't really get shows it from like you know punk and alternative bands that I like and it's like well, I mean, if people aren't like booking these bands, I like, I guess I'll have to do it myself, you know, kind of that mentality. But, uh, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to do more of that, but you know, obviously, obviously I probably don't have to tell you once I figure it out more and have more details, I'll be, I won't shut the fuck up about it and I'll be promoting it on here and letting you know when that show is and the band's playing and everything. But, uh, that should be a good time. I'm, I'm having fun, uh, brainstorming that and thinking that out. And now, now it feels real. Cause like, again, I I've talked about it. I've talked about the show on and off for probably at least a year or so. And, uh, you know, I hit some roadblocks and now I'm like, Oh no, this seems like, this seems like it's going to happen. I don't have a date, but it seems, it seems like it's going to happen now. So that makes me a happy boy very much. And, uh, yeah, what, what else? I mean, you know, I, I was busy in January, but also like working, hanging out with friends, like nothing. I don't feel like anything super, super eventful. I, uh, you know, I hit up, Two shows for the beginning of the year, which actually, considering the last couple of years, not bad to hit two shows in a month. But uh saw the Menzingers on the way back from Springfield. And then the Eves, I did get to go to their record release show. I mean, one of our uh, last guests of uh, 2022, and uh, they absolutely killed it. They did such a great job up in um, up at Mohawk Place in Buffalo. They put on such a great show, including, and uh, it sucked because afterwards I had to, I, I got to go up to Buffalo, but I had to get back for work the next day, so I didn't really get to hang out afterwards and uh, see the dudes. I got, I, I like literally like coming out of the bathroom, I ran into Adam for like literally like two seconds. So like, hey man, like you know, like stoked for the show. Like, you know, like, thanks for coming up and stuff. But like, you know, thought I was going to talk to him later, but ended up having to uh, leave. Plus also, I mean, it was a record release show up in their hometown. I mean, I'm sure there were lots of people for them to, to which also, I mean, the show was pretty fucking packed. I got to say, that was like, they had really nice attendance, but what I was going to say is they hadn't played live in three years. That was their first show back in three years, not playing a show. And it's their record release show. And their drummer, who is uh, actually uh, Chelsea's drummer in Stress Dolls, uh, Josh, he played with them. And uh, I, I think I think they figured out he's going to play with them like a week before. So I think they might have rehearsed for like a week or whatever. And uh, they sounded amazing. They sounded absolutely great. They, uh, I mean, they played, I, th- I want to say, what was there? There's like nine songs on their new record. They played probably eight of them. I can't remember what song they didn't play. 
I want to say there was like one song they didn't get to, but like they played like almost an entire record. And uh, it just, again, they sounded really, really good. They got a trumpet player in there, do the trumpet parts, which uh, was really neat, you know, because I really, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't, I wasn't sure what the setup would be, if they'd be a trio or what, but uh, two guitars, um, Chris singing, then you had, uh, again, Josh on drums, then you had, uh, you know, the trumpet. So it was like a nice, it was, it was kind of a nice uh, little lineup there, but they sounded uh, so good. And so did, uh, so did both uh, openers. They were, they were both really good trash talk and uh, Roger Bryan, and the orphans. It was a good time, man. I mean, it was, uh, it was a really good uh, time. And I got, finally got to meet Chelsea of stress dolls. I mean, you know, I've, I've interviewed her on this show. We've, uh, you know, we've talked for years, but like never actually met in person and, uh, and, and dumb me. I never even thought about this. It's so funny. Cause like I was talking to her like the day before the show and I knew I was coming up, but it didn't even hit me cause I was asking her about record stores. Like, Hey, I'm coming up to Buffalo tomorrow. Like, you know, like what, like what are your, you obviously know record stores up there better than I do. Like where are some places to go? It didn't even hit me to go like, Oh yeah, I'm going to the Eve show. Like I swear, like in my head, it never even, it never even went like, Oh, probably a possibility. You might be there like more local Buffalo. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the Eves and stress dolls have played together, but uh, yeah, it was funny. I was like looking down at my phone at the show and uh, playing with in between uh, sets. And all of a sudden there was like someone staying in front of me. Oh, there's Chelsea. And it was great. It was great to meet her and uh, talk a little bit. And uh, I was sad because she just played in uh, Fredonia like the following week, and and I, not God, I shouldn't say goddamn work. I do love my job; it's really fun being a radio. But uh, I I had an interview that had to get rescheduled, and uh, at first I was like, oh, it's great. They weren't playing until like ten o'clock at night up in Fredonia, and then I had an interview for the week, and it was like I had to get it ready for Friday's Arts on Fire, my other show on WRFA, and. Uh, just getting, just getting that done. And it was like, by the time it, which like, I never thought I was like, Oh, I got all day. And then, and then the, the guest had to reschedule and it was like, Oh, I don't think I'm making it up there now. You know, that, that happens in radio. You never, you never know. That's the thing with like, uh, interviews and stuff. That's what I was talking about is you would, you would think it's the other way though, because of the fact that like, if, if you're going solo, you can do it anytime, but sometimes locking it down, except for things like that, when you got to reschedule, then, then that idea of the, of the permanence of locking it down and being like, Oh, I have to do this at this time that day kind of changes, but uh, I was bummed because I get to see her the next week play uh, Fredonia. But uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta catch Stress Doll still live. That that'll be a good time. And I mean, if you if you live in the, near Buffalo or if you live in Jamestown or somewhere in this area, keep an eye out because uh, she plays a lot of solo shows. They do full band shows and stuff. But yeah, I was bummed missing that. And at BJ's too up in Fredonia. Which now is a uh, as a thirty year old, I was like, I feel like I've went through all of it too, because I remember going to shows at BJ's. It's which I mean, I say it like uh, like everyone listening just obviously knows what BJ's is. It's just a little dive bar, like I don't know, a mile away from the uh, college in Fredonia. But it's a good, I mean, it's a good dive bar. It's kind of like a, co- I guess, kind of like a co- college dive bar. But it's funny because like I remember going to shows there when I was underage and having to uh, like I didn't live up in Fredonia. We're like thirty minutes away. But um, having to find like the guy who was putting on the shows back when like uh, Keep Flying, Keep Flying would play there when there's still survey says, man, I'm talking like 2012, 2013, but I was like 19, 20 and still underage. And like, I had to go find the dude who was like putting on those shows on Twitter and uh, like, like through the band, I'd be like, Hey, like, you know, is this a, you know, I'm, I'm 19 or 20. Can I still get in the show? And they're like, Hey, talk to the promoter. And, uh, you know, things like that it was so funny. I remember being underage going there and trying to figure out if I could. And I remember going there as a college kid. And now, like, as a 30-year-old, I was like, damn, I wonder if I'm going to feel really, really old. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't make it up there, sadly. We'll find out next. Uh, I've not been to a show at BJ since, I, since I've since uh, I turned 30. Next time I go, I'll, I'll let you know if I feel really fucking old there or not. Going to uh, see a show at a, uh, at a uh, I don't know, a college bar is the right word. Just obviously you get college kids there because it's like a mile, mile and a half away from the college. I mean, it looks like a dive bar you find anywhere. I mean, it's a rad dive bar. I don't think there's anything about it, though, that specifically makes it a college bar. It's just, you know, you're right there, so obviously that's where you go. But uh, they get some good shows there. They got shows, like, long before I was going to shows where, like, I'd be like, oh, my God, like, that band played there? Some uh, really cool stuff. But, yeah, anyway, I know I'm getting sidetracked here, but I guess that's what the uh, rundowns are for. But, yeah, I got to uh, finally meet Chelsea in person. That was awesome. 
And, uh, yeah, the Eves were awesome. It was great seeing them play. I wish I could have stayed longer and uh, hung out with them after. But also to tell them that, I mean, it was insane that uh, after not playing for three years, having a drummer they had only played with for like a week, I mean, that show was so, so good. I got to tell you, I mean, it was it was really good. And I was happy for them, too, because on top of it being your first show back, it's also your album release show. You know, you're very, you know, I know they're very proud of that record and everything and finally getting it out into the world. But uh, they, they really... For a band, too, I mean, not that they haven't ever played live before, but even when they were playing live, I think they were only really playing live for a handful of years, like pretty, pretty tight live already, where I feel like including the more they get to get back into it and kind of get in that groove, I think they're going to be quite a uh, quite the live band to be reckoned with. So uh, I'm looking forward to the next time I get to see them. But yeah. I, I that was kind of that was kind of like my January. A couple guests on the show, but nothing too crazy. And then I went to a couple concerts and did some hiking and worked and hung out with friends and was in Illinois for like way too long. Or I guess not way too long. It was a good time, but yeah, that was a uh, that's kind of the start of the year. Now we're into uh, February, but yeah, kind of keeping this one short. I just thought I'd, I'd jump on. We'll keep it short. We'll get into some new music now. There uh, there was some stuff that came out this month, but a lot of uh, I feel like a lot of like singles to kind of get kind of get like stuff coming out later on in the year. But Liquids, a band I love very much, their record Life Is Pain Idiot, which was one of my favorites of 2021. They put out a new release called Songs. It is uh, I mean it's like a it's like a mixture. Some of the songs are new, some are like rarities or unreleased stuff, but it's Liquids. It's good punk rock. And, uh, you know, much like their other stuff, go over, if you're listening to this today, I put this out Friday, it is Man Camp Friday, not a bad day to go uh, grab any of this music on there, but uh, I want to say this one is only on Bandcamp, just like most of their stuff, you really, you can't find them on Spotify and stuff, you can find them like on YouTube and shit, but to, you know, go support them, go buy it, it is uh, on uh, Bandcamp. Kepi and Friends, Kepi Gooley, who uh, I believe I, I've talked about, he he uh, helped me out a little bit when uh, I was in Sacramento, stranded with uh, after getting in a hit and run. He uh, he was giving me recommendations for body shops, which was very cool. But he has put out a great new cover record, Full Moon Forever. But on top of that, it, it's uh, tons and tons of different covers. But like on top of that, he just like like uh, Pirates Press just like repressed a bunch of Groovy Ghoulies records. Um, they just put out one of for Valentine's Day of Kepi doing a bunch of like. Ramones love songs like there's like a ton that just kind of got dropped like the last day or two as well like after like I was kind of getting my list of new music for the month around and then I think a day or two after me writing it out um they they announced all that so there's like a ton coming out from Kepi Ghoulie and and Groovy Ghoulies represses and stuff lots to uh check out if you're a fan uh grade two a band I was just talking to Leo uh uh Lovebreakers and Reminders are on tour right now, and they got, uh, I forget which dude from Grade 2 is on tour with them, but just a big old trifecta there. But some new stuff from uh, Grade 2 have a new record coming out this month on February 17th. They put out a new single last month called Midnight Fairy. I'll play that for you in a second. White Reaper put out Asking for a Ride, one of my most anticipated uh, records of the year. It is already out. I, uh, I've only got a few days. I mean, it's been out now, I guess, a week, and uh, I've listened to it front to back probably like four times. I like it quite a bit. I think the more, I do think it's a grower in some ways. Some of the songs instantly, I'm like, I loved it from, from listen one. And then other ones, I think the more I listen, the more I like it. I do think side B is the stronger side on it. I, 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 both sides are good, but I think the second half of the record, which actually, to be honest, I, I think I started realizing it after listening to it a little because same with the last two White Reaper records. I think it's the same thing. They're and both are excellent records. You deserve love and uh, America or world's greatest rock band. Um, like the records are good front to back, but I honestly think side two, the second half, is like for some reason that is where White Reaper shines, and it's the same thing on this record. But uh, I mean, I like everything. The only, the only the only thing I will say, like I think they've always been a band that uh, can kind of like blend their influences more than I would say genres. I mean, they're a rock band, but I mean, they definitely have different tastes and influences and stuff. But like, I do think on here, there's a couple times where I'm like, I don't know if they're like, they're always riffy, but more Metallica riffy than queen riffy, like kind of on like the first couple songs where I'm like, I don't know. It kind of took me a second to grow on. I kind of felt like it was like Metallica light, but, uh, I started liking it, but again, Really strong record. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying otherwise. It is well worth your time to go listen to that. I was gonna play something off it, but I played like, I think the last like two months I played something when White Reaper were putting out new singles. So I thought maybe we'll hold off on this one. I, I was gonna play something off it, but I'm like, 
I mean, I play. I think I think once a month <laughs> since uh, since they've been putting out singles. But definitely uh, recommend that album. Asking for a ride is really good. Anti flag, another one from them. A, a new record. Lies they tell our children. Reminders. I mean, if you listen to my interview with uh, Leo Dyke, I mean, we were talking all about international dial tones. The a new single from them, which actually I will play you for a second here, and uh, I know maybe you heard it on the last episode, but I'll tell you why in a second while I'll be playing that. I mean, Iggy Pop. You know, I mean, just goddamn legend. I don't think I have to say much there, but he's back with another one, Every Loser, uh, Guided by Voices. I mean, another one. I feel like I talk about a Guided by Voices album like every other month on the show. But uh, they got a new one, La La Land. I'm sure it is far from the last album that Robert Pollard will put out this year. Uh, Guided by Voices, solo or otherwise. I'm sure it's not the last you've heard from him. Uh, Newfound Glory just put out a, a new acoustic one, Make the Most of It. Actually, speaking of Zach, my buddy from Illinois, I know he just went and saw them in uh, St. Louis at a sold-out show, which uh, it looked like from the videos and stuff, looked like a pretty cool uh, tour. I've never, I can't say I've ever seen, uh, I've heard them acoustic, they've done acoustic things, but I've never seen them uh, live acoustic, that would be interesting. And uh, our buddies in Love Breakers, they also just put out a new one, like I said, Love Breakers and Reminders on tour right now, and they just put out a great new single called Spark, like a week after uh, Reminders put their out put theirs out but uh i thought i'd play that too because like you know i always talk about these bands like the last year or so how much i love the music coming out of the uk from like love breakers reminders and grade two and now all of them release new music this month so i was like you know i always talk about like how great that trifecta is so why not play something from all of them so that's what we're gonna do right now since we got new music from all three in january we'll start with the new one from love breakers this is their latest single spark right here on the January 2023 rundown of the Power Chord Hour podcast.
You're not gonna hear me out the blue Who was I to know that you were missing home When I was only missing you You say you're never good enough Now you feel like giving up It's like I just don't know you at all You say you feel like hanging up Now you never pick up Or even return my calls Yeah, every time I So I could have got that wrong I hope you're doing okay But in a masochistic way I'm waiting for you to fall Cause I remember the day You threw it all in my face Said you didn't want to know me at all And yeah, every time I call All I ever hear Are international titles They echo through my ears And they tell me to go On the January 2023 rundown of the Power Code Hour podcast, 
You just heard the latest from Grade 2. That was their song, Midnight Fairy, off their upcoming self-titled record out February 17th. You don't have much longer to wait for that. Before that, our buddies in Reminders with their new one, International Dial Tones. And opening up that block of music was our other buddies, Love Breakers, with their new song, Spark. And uh, I was just looking at the dates, too. Today, will uh, maybe the show's already happened or be happening a little later. I can't. I don't know exactly the time zone difference from uh, from here on the East Coast and then over there in the U.K., but uh, I believe it is their their last day of uh, that UK run of uh, Love Breakers and Reminders. But, uh, you know, again, like I said, I want to play those three bands. I'm like, they're just so good. Like, I love what is coming out of the UK right now. I mean, there's other great bands, too. And uh, even Leo was, like, turning me on to, like, Bad Nerves and a couple other ones I was talking to him last month. But, uh, you know, I feel like those three right there are just so good and wanted to uh, kind of highlight all the good stuff coming out over in the uh, UK right now. So lots to uh, lots to check out, lots to uh, keep an eye on. Um, you know, Grade Two is the only one I think has a set release day. But I mean, Reminders and Love Breakers, I think we got new albums coming at some point this year. You know, I don't I don't think there's a set time, but all three of them should be dropping albums this year, and I am all about that. Let's get into a little music news. Happy Bandcamp Friday if you're listening to this on February 3rd. But uh, a good piece of news, if you did not see, Bandcamp Friday is going to be continuing throughout 2023. Bandcamp announced their continuation. And uh, if you want to write them down, Bandcamp Fridays for this year are today, if you're listening Friday, February 3rd. Next month, March 3rd, April 7th. May 5th, August 4th, September 1st, October 6th, November 3rd, and December 1st. Those are your chances to uh, help out all your favorite artists. All the uh, revenue goes to them. All the profits go to the bands and labels. It is a, uh, I don't know, it's a great thing they do. I mean, it, you know, they've uh, they've been doing it now since 2020. And uh, it was interesting too, because I think a lot of people were wondering, you know, if it was if it was going to go longer, you know, like during the pandemic and the in the when they started doing, I remember if it was right in the beginning of the pandemic or if it was like during the summer or something. I think it was somewhere in there, but like I don't I don't know. It was like were they going to keep doing it? And I mean, it's been so popular, you know, they continue doing it. I wonder if this will just continually be be a thing, which I think is so cool because really it's like one of those, you know, it's so smart on their part because it's like yes, all the money goes to the artist, but like. Bandcamp Friday's been talked about so much since they started doing it. I mean, I've talked about it all the time on here. You know, I think a couple of years ago, one of the pieces of music news was the announcement of uh, them continuing in 2021. Like, you know, I mean, it's such a big thing, and I think it's good publicity for them. Plus, the other thing is, like, I mean, it, it gets you to use Bandcamp. Like, I know I use Bandcamp on the regular to, like, buy stuff and listen to things, and it's like, it's not like I just wait for Bandcamp Friday. You know, I mean, if if it's that week and I go, oh, I wait a couple days and I can, you know, the artist will get everything and I'll wait. But like, I would say me and most other people, if a band releases something like a week later, two weeks later, it's like, you know, it's not like you're gonna be like, fuck Bandcamp, I'm not gonna give you anything, I'll just wait for like two weeks. Like, you're still gonna buy it. So I think it's very smart of them to do it. I, th- I also just think it's awesome that they've continued doing it. I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, it's just great that they do that, you know? And it doesn't hurt. I mean, the other thing is, you know, if, if like the Bandcap app and uh, everything was like really bad or is just a really clunky, you know, kind of product or something and like kind of not hard to, you know, kind of hard to use or something, but it's like, it's so user friendly. It's so artist friendly. Like I, I love everything about it. So yeah, I wanted to uh, make sure I let you all know that have no fear. Bandcamp Friday is not going anywhere this year. So uh, very good news. A really rad tour that got announced. I'm pretty stoked for this. Hawthorne Heights, Armor for Sleep, and Spittlefield are going on a tour next month in March. The Pitch Black Forever Part 2 tour. I was excited. Or actually, I was excited slash bummed because Hawthorne Heights and Armor for Sleep did the Part 1 back in uh, like October, November last year. But it was all West Coast. And I was like, man, I'd love to see that. But I mean, we, you know what? Good things come to those who wait because Spittlefield was not on those. And now they are. And I mean, Spittlefield does not play much. And I don't, it's been years since they did like a full tour. The last full tour I remember them doing was a Remember Right Now tour like a decade ago in like 2013. I, that's the, maybe they have since then. I think they've done one offs, but like, I don't think they've done a full tour. I mean, this, this tour starts uh, March 16th, goes to April uh, 2nd. So, I mean, they're, they're playing a full, full, you know, it ain't just a couple dates. Like they're playing the whole thing. But uh, I'm excited for it because I've never I've seen Hawthorne Heights countless times. I've, I've they're one of the most I've, I've seen them well over 20. I counted at one point, but even then that was years ago. I don't even know how many times I've seen them now. But uh, Armor for Sleep I've never seen live, and Spittlefield I've never seen live. I've seen Mark Rose solo a couple times, but I'm really looking forward to that. If you uh, if you live anywhere near uh, the Jamestown area, they're playing all around us. They're doing a. I almost want to just do 
all three shows because I did that a few times back in the day with Hawthorne Heights when they'd come around here and hit like you know like Cleveland Buffalo Rochester or something like that and then this time they're doing Pittsburgh Buffalo Cleveland three days in a row and uh, I will tell you what I'll at least be in Buffalo that's the closest one to me but I may be at a uh, one or the other of those uh, other ones because I, I I do I love uh, all three of those bands they all like really too you know I I've, I've mentioned this with like Hawthorne Heights and stuff but like I definitely don't really listen as much to like. What do you want to call it? Post-hardcore, emo, screamo, like the early 2000s, you know, like the, like the bands in the vein of, of who are on this tour. I don't listen to tons and tons of those bands these days. Nothing against them. It's just, you know, you, you, you listen to different stuff. I mean, I go through spurts. I'll go back. But like all three of those bands are consistently ones that I feel like I'm always like, oh, I always love Hawthorne. You know, I always I always look forward to them releasing new music. I mean, Armor for Sleep. I mean, that's just a given. They're they're great. We've had uh, Ben on the show, but uh, same with Spitalfield. They were something really special too. I mean, they're one that I just I, I'm far from the first one to say it, but just one of those bands where it's like, you know, how do they not get bigger is beyond me. So I'm really stoked for that tour. I will definitely be uh, going to that next month. I was I was trying to figure out. I don't think I actually have any shows I'm going to in February. I was trying to figure that out, but I don't think I have any. And it bummed me out because I loved last month. I mean, going to see the Menzingers and the Eves and I was supposed to go see Stress Dolls and that fell through. But like, I'm all about getting back to going to shows more frequently. Like I used to back in the day, I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting back into that. Um, you know, so hopefully I can find some for February, but I at least got those for March. There's a couple, Wyatt Reaper will be playing around me in March too. There's a couple others in March, but February, I think is kind of quiet, but uh, I'm looking forward to that tour. I mean, obviously you can find dates, on uh online they're basically it's all pretty like east coast down to uh down south i mean a lot of like pennsylvania massachusetts texas uh louisiana ohio new york pennsylvania you know i think i just said pennsylvania but all that stuff so uh, i'm looking forward to that i love all three of those bands and one more piece of uh, music news for you bamboozle fest is back I, i believe we've talked about that on here but they have announced the dates and the lineup is going to be May 5th through the 7th, uh, uh, 2023. I don't know why I had to add that. Like You wouldn't know what fucking year I was talking about. But uh, yeah, Bam- Bamboozled, May 5th through the 7th, 2023, in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And uh, I mean, if if you, uh, you, you probably know Bamboozled. I mean, unless you're really, really young, like... And I never even went to one, but I, I damn well know what Bamboozle is and all the bands and stuff that played and, you know, what a big, uh, really what a big uh, festival it, it was back in its day. You know, I mean, I, I think as time goes on and including festivals just happen more now, you kind of forget some of the, you know, just like a Warp Tour. It's like so many things have happened in the wake of Warp Tour. Not that, not that it's like forgotten forever, but I'm like, I think sometimes you forget of how big it was or what a massive entity it was just because, you know, again, I mean, it's, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, it's like, it's, it's less groundbreaking when, you know, there's, there's 15 others doing it now, but bamboozles back one of the originals to do it and uh big old, big old uh, lineup there. There's a couple they haven't announced yet, but performing will be scowl end it limp biscuit saves the day say anything the spill canvas sayo sin with anthony green mayday parade and tons and tons more i mean they always have an eclectic uh you know uh lineup too so i mean it's never just like in the pop punk emo kind of scene i think i that is the thing i think they always did really well like because like honestly like even i look at the lineup there's bands I've never heard of, but bands also just genres I'm not super like familiar with. But like to their credit, I think that's something they always did. They always had really eclectic lineups where like, you know, I always kind of know it from that side where like all the drive through bands and New Jersey bands and stuff playing it. But like, I mean, they, they really, they really made sure there was a bunch of different, you know, a bunch of different sounds and genres and artists and stuff. They, I feel like they always kept it diverse and they kind of did it again on this. I mean, I feel like I feel like they kind of kept to to what made Bamboozle, you know, people people liked in the first place. And I, I've kind of seen, I don't know, I've seen a little bit of both. I've seen some people go like, oh, it's underwhelming. But I'm like, I don't know, it seems like a Bamboozle lineup. I mean, I don't I don't know that me personally, am I going to am I gonna travel out for that? I mean, maybe not. But these days, it takes a lot for me. Like, for a festival, I go like, you know, I don't know, I really got to like it to drive that, you know, seven, eight hours or whatever. But um, and again, just also with the amount of festivals going on, you also have to now figure them out because before it might have been, you know, you had Warp Tour and then maybe like one other festival that summer. You know, like how many how many music fests really were there? I mean, they were they're there. I'm not I'm not acting like they just you know were invented last year, but like you know I feel like there was X amount every year. Now it's like holy shit, like new ones pop up every single year. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, this one kind of has a nice, I don't know, it has a nice uh, eclectic lineup, just like you'd expect from Bamboozle. I mean, it seems like a pretty uh, strong kind of return back. You know, again, I, I've seen I've seen some people into it. I've seen some people go like, ah, oh, what a, you know, bitch about it. But I'm like, I, I mean, it doesn't seem bad. I don't know. It's if if that's your thing, including the scene bands. I mean, if you like if you like what was going on at uh, Bamboozle, you know, 15 years ago or whatever it was going on in like the early 2000s. You know, I, I think they did a good job with that, kind of mixing it up, too, with uh, what's going on now. So, again, that's going on May uh, 5th through the 7th in Atlantic City. Bamboozle is back. The one I want to come back is a Skate and Surf Fest, which, I mean, is the is basically the same people. But that one is kind of more the uh, kind of more geared towards the, like, pop punk, punk rock side of things. But, uh, yeah, a couple of uh, pieces of music news that got announced uh, last month there. But I think that is going to be the episode. Nice little uh, kind of short and sweet for the most part. I guess we still almost an hour. But, uh, yeah, just thought we'd do a quick little January 2023 rundown. Again, my apologies. I, I know it's early February. I done fucked up. But uh, we're here. We will actually, I will say, we'll not be back next week. I had a couple guests fall through that I reached out to. And I mean, just, I'm doing this Friday. Just being realistic, I, I did it, uh, you know, I'm recording this Friday right now. I, you know, new week in a couple days here. I mean, unless uh, somebody miraculously gets back to me and goes, hey, like, yeah, I can do it. We, uh, I think we'll probably be waiting. But I will be back, just not next week. So, quick little break, and I'll be back with more for you. I'm excited to, uh, you know, I know I know we're already a month in, but still, you know, as the year kind of starts kicking off, and as I always say, more music starts coming out in March and stuff too. So, you know, as we keep going here, more and more to talk about and, you know, have guests and stuff on. But I'm looking forward to it, but thought I'd jump on for that. Give us a follow online if you would. We're at PowerCord Hour on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can email me, PowerCordHour at gmail.com. We got uh, new radio shows every Friday night, 8 to 11 Eastern on 107.9 WRFA. We got replays Tuesday night, midnight to 3 Eastern. If you're uh, on the West Coast, that's a nice early like uh, 9 to midnight. So uh, you, know, you can always tune in Tuesday nights if you can't tune in Friday nights. And uh, yeah, I believe that is everything. So until next time, for the Power Court Hour podcast, I'm Anthony Merchant. Thank you so much for listening.